0: Welcome back to the God's Vibes podcast. Hello, hello. So, so good to have you here. And special shout out and thank you to all of you loyal listeners and to those that have rated the podcast on Apple Podcasts five stars and left a review. Thank you so, so much. It means the world to us and it is what allows us to keep showing up and offering free value. And it also ensures that this podcast gets into more hearts and into more homes where it can bless people. And if you have been impacted by this podcast, it might seem really small, maybe, or insignificant to rate the podcast and leave a review. It takes 30 seconds of your time, but it is actually a huge deal huge deal, and the return on investment is vast. So thank you, thank you to those who have done that. If you haven't done that, go ahead and take a few minutes to do that now. You can search God's Vibes Podcast, and a link to Apple Podcasts will show up. You can click on that. It will take you to a place where you can listen on Apple Podcasts, and as you scroll down, there's a place where you can rate it five stars and leave a review. All right, so thank you, thank you for doing that. Also wanted to let you guys know that Thursday, Thursday, August 10th, that's tomorrow, depending on when you're listening, might be today. (laughs) But Thursday, August 10th at 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, we are doing a masterclass. It's gonna be an hour long, and then there's gonna be some time live for coaching. We're going to be doing a masterclass on healing from emotional and psychological abuse. This is a huge deal. I cannot even tell you. This is one of the ways that the enemy loves to mess with God's kids. He wants to sow seeds of discourse, strife, division in their minds, get them all off kilter emotionally, have them storing up all sorts of things in their heart, bitterness, unforgiveness, resentment, pain trauma and really render them ineffective in their assignment and we are not here for that so this is going to be incredibly informative and empowering for you we're going to break it down little by little throughout the course of an hour so this is going to be super valuable to you you can get plugged in we did something special this time you can actually get into the courage co masterclass bundle you can try it for a couple of days for free, so you can actually join this challenge technically for free, and then you can get access to the entire Masterclass bundle for $197. So that's an entire year of personal development and spiritual growth for 50 cents a day. And I just want you to think about that. How much is your personal development and your spiritual growth worth to you? I would venture to say that it's far greater than 50 cents a day, and if it's not, Increase your price, okay? And you are the one that sets the standard for what you deserve in your life. So may I encourage you to invest in yourself. You are your greatest investment. The Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle is made up of 12 different masterclasses, 12 three-day challenges, and then a bunch of guest interviews, which really end up being people's testimonies with God, which are so, so powerful. And you get access to all of that for an entire year for $197 and you can try it for a few days for free. Really a no brainer, just saying. So you can join us tomorrow technically for free or just dive all the way in, which is what the courageous ones do (laughs) for sure. And they have zero regrets, but get plugged in there. You can find it over at CourageCo. So it's www.courageco.org. And you will see The CourageCo Masterclass Bundle is an option and you can just click on it and get signed up. And then once you log into CourageCo, you will see the CourageCo Masterclass Bundle inside. And then under the Events tab, you'll be able to RSVP and get plugged in immediately. So take some time to do that now to make sure that you're in there. You'll also, if you join, you get access to all of the previous trainings that we've ever done. So you can go back and listen to those at your leisure. There's going to be the notes in there and you can get ongoing support. On that content so if you have a question you can just put it in the feed and we'll make sure to get it answered so that's another benefit as well it's a live feed it's not something that you just purchase and then it's just kind of a, a dead thing that you never open it's a very active and alive thing there's a whole community of people in there so if you want to invest in your own personal and spiritual growth Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle is a great way to do that, and it's really a cost-effective way to do that, okay? If you're not able to invest maybe in personal coaching or, you know, a high-ticket program, this would be the way to go, okay? So join us August 10th, 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, for Healing from Emotional and Psychological Abuse. It's going to be a great masterclass with live coaching as well. I look forward to seeing you guys in there. Now, today we have a guest interview with Betsy. And Betsy is going to really dive deep into her story. And she's super generous in doing this. And she's going to talk about how you literally win the lottery (laughs) when you commit your life to the Lord. Okay, So she's going to give you her very tumultuous journey, but beautiful God story about how she got to where she is today and combined a plethora of tools to really empower women. All right. So this is going to be a beautiful testimony, a really empowering, a really empowering story. So let's get right to it. Welcome Betsy to the Godspice podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Julian. I am so excited to be here. <laughs> so excited Excited. we've had so much fun like I know. <laughs> they missed they missed so much fun but right I was like gonna, we had our bad. old
0: podcast before the podcast I know. <laughs> <laughs> the best so God is clearly gonna do something here but tell the folks who you are tell us a little bit about you
1: well, my name is Betsy Crony. I am first and foremost, a daughter of the most high God. He Amen. is my jam, my job, like, like my all in all, my everything. Yeah. Uh, I am a wife to my husband of 38 years. I have two beautiful daughters that have blessed me with four amazing grandchildren. Oh my goodness. Um, I have a fur baby Rottweiler that's almost 10 years old and, um, life is good life is good i am a neuroscience life coach Uh um basically i help online christian entrepreneurs to rewire their brains to work for them instead of against them utilizing biblical strategies and neuroscience because you need that one-two punch for for total freedom
0: i love so so you gave them like a brain massage right (laughs) yeah <laughs> that's just what a brain I brain
1: massage, like, a heart like, massage, you know, we yeah. love all of it. So yeah. We work that's out what's, your insides. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's what I do. I, I, I go on that. I go for the inside.
0: I love. And this is truly a unique blend, right? Coaching, Bible, God, and neuroscience. So tell me a little bit about your journey with God first, because I feel like that's so helpful to hear when we hear that everybody has a very personal and unique journey with God. And it's never a straight line. It's almost like that image that you see where it's like your heart beating, (laughs) right? Like if it's flatlining, you're dead. So (laughs) your journey with God is like that too. You never wanted to flatline. So I'm just curious what your journey has been like.
1: My journey has actually been an interesting one. Um, I was adopted by birth. Same or at birth, not by birth. Really?
0: Cool. We love each other.
1: <laughs> Adopted at birth by two two amazing humans um that loved me. They prayed for me. Like, you know, I was I was a a, a massive gift to them. But mm. I landed on planet Earth, um, unsafe, rejected, abandoned. I had I had all of the things and I and I couldn't understand and I pushed everything away. I pushed all the good away. I pushed love away. I, I just, I felt like I was always bracing for impact, you know, like something, the bottom was going to fall out. Someone was going to come take these people away from me too. And like, I never felt safe. I never felt like I belonged. I never felt a part of this amazing family that I was so blessed to be a part of. And so I kept everybody like at a distance, you know, I had all these walls up around my heart. I didn't trust people. I had a lot of people that hurt me. I was bullied as a child. Um, just a, a whole lot of trust issues. I, I started drinking when I was 14 mm-hmm. um, almost died from alcohol poisoning. When I was 15, I was like one sip away while all of my friends watched me die in my front yard. Cause they wouldn't tell my parents what was going on. So that kind of, you know, was one of those things that pushed the trust away even more for people. It was like, whoa, Jack, wait a minute, what's going on? Yeah. Um, I had a very unhealthy cocaine addiction for five years, starting at the age of 18. Yeah. Um, I've had weight issues. I've had, um, addictions to food, to sugar, to you name it. Um, all kinds of addictions looking for love in all the wrong places. Yes. Um, I grew up in one of those denominational churches. I won't mention the denomination, but right. it's kind of kind of one step under the top denomination. Um anyway. And we I went to school, um that denominational school, and for not eight years, nine, eight, nine years. And um we went to chapel every day. So um I was never told that I could have a relationship with the Lord. You know, it was just, God was going to get me, you know, the whole, not the, not the fear of the Lord, you know, like the reverential, but God was going to get me, you know? So I was scared of God. I was scared of, of like everything, you know? And, and so I just kind of lived my life disconnected, isolated. I mean, I had friends. I I was very popular. I was, I was a big time athlete. Um, But again, I kept everybody at a distance because I wouldn't let, Anybody yeah. in, body and, and um, had,
0: and I want to to highlight this. You almost had like the look of friendship, but not the actual experience of it. Or exactly. you had the like, look of you know a relationship with God, maybe, but not an actual experience of it. So you had the look of things, but not actually any of it, because you had this huge barrier between those things. Yeah.
1: And it was it was so lonely for me like I would I would put on this facade I'd be with my friends and do all this stuff and then I would go home and I had my rocking chair where I would sit with my headphones on and I would just listen to music for hours and hours and hours like my you know lock myself in my room and just didn't didn't want to deal with parents or my brother or anything else And my brother and I you know we didn't get along we never had a relationship we were both adopted and so we were we were always um I guess, vying, you know, it seemed like I was the one that was like the rejected one. And he was the one that was out to prove to the world that he was, you know, good enough to be okay. And so I was like, well, I lose because I just don't have that personality. And so it was hard for me because I, I watched him, you know, I thought my parents always loved him more, but he, it, he was just that personality, you know, he, he went for life and I didn't. So, you know, that was another kind of a notch in my belt where, where I felt like, oh, I was the Rejected when my parents didn't want me, you know. So I I built up all these stories, all these lies, all these things that I told myself. Yeah. And then um I met my husband when I was 17. I was a senior in high school. He's four years older than me. And my my mother just she wouldn't give him a chance because he was older. Right. And um, you know, he came from a little little bit south of where we lived. And, you know, she thought, oh, well, he's not good enough for you and all this stuff. And so we started butting heads. You know, and for the f- almost five years that we dated, we butted heads, and I I felt like you know I I couldn't really even tell her that when I got engaged because I knew that she wasn't gonna be excited about it, and I just I was just so ready to get out and get into the world and get on my own and do my thing, and um, I struggled in the beginning of our marriage because I had seen people that um, I we had money. We, we, I grew up with, with money and, um, a lot of the people that I grew up thought that they were better because they had money. So I, I watched all these people treat people like not in a way that, and I just, I felt like I was an alien living in this like weird world. I'm like, how did I even get here? Because my values are so much different and I don't align with, with any of this stuff and, and what's going on. So I just, I wanted out. And, and so, you know, I, I made this vow that I'll never be like them. And I don't know if you ever made a vow over your life, but that can really come, come true. And it, it like literally cursed my money for like years in my marriage and I couldn't figure out what was going on. Like I couldn't make money and things were going on and we struggled and all this stuff. And yes. so 2001, May, 2001, I hit rock bottom. That was, um, actually it was lower than rock bottom okay. and, um, if that can can possibly happen. Well, I and, was
0: thinking it's like we hit bottom, then we don't realize there's more to go.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I was, I was, I was. <laughs> what I, what I believe was the lowest point of my life. And I and I had had some low, some low lows before then, but this was this was the the the, the real low. I was I was 90 pounds overweight. I was on antidepressants, um Prozac and Paxil. And, you know, back and forth trying to get one to work for me. I was in debt out uh, my eyeballs because I walked away from a business that my brother and I had because we couldn't work together and I was so depressed. I couldn't go back to work. So I was living off credit cards, you know, because I had a good salary and nothing in in our budget changed when I walked away from stuff. So, you know, I had debt, I was drinking a lot. Um, I had an upcoming surgery because I had a a snowboarding accident where I tore my rotators. And so all of these things were going on in my life. I didn't know the Lord back then. So I was, I was in a place where um, like, I didn't see a way out. I didn't, I didn't see a way out of anything. And so yeah. I would lay out in my hammock and just stare at the moon and pray every night. And, and like I said, I didn't have a relationship with the Lord. So I was, I was like desperate prayers, you know, like desperation, like, drinking, drinking, me. drinking, uh-huh. I'm drinking and praying, you know, drinking and praying. Yeah, like, it starts
0: somewhere. That's where you, you start. Do you see
1: me, Lord? I'm I'm here <laughs> drinking, but I'm. See what's I'm happening praying, down here? No. I'm praying to you. So, <laughs> and so what I'm praying for is I'm praying for him to to help me to win the lottery. Oh Lord, my God! If you, yeah, this is, this is how like totally <laughs> like, worked this out. Is real. This is this is Lord, a real. Friend. If you will help me to win the lottery, I will pay my debt off. I'll even pay my my mortgage off, so we don't ever have to worry about that again. And then you can have all the rest of it. And I was serious. Because I was that person, that I was I was a giver. I loved giving anything that I could give. I couldn't yeah. receive, but yeah. I was really really good at giving. And I had a heart for Africa. And um, because like right when it, when I got married, I, I saw something, and, and I didn't even realize that people lived like that, you know. So I had a heart for these kids, and I wanted to drill wells and feed kids and and do all these things. And I was like, my life is just not like I've got all these dreams and all these things, and my life is so far from where I want to be. So I'm like, Lord, if you just help me let's just win the lottery, you know, <laughs> then yeah. then, you know, money was solve it. I can, exactly, exactly. Money was gonna solve everything for me. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, God God had another plan. Um one morning when I was in we have a gym in our house and um I was in there doing the little shoulder exercises that they gave me to keep my shoulder from freezing up before surgery. And uh-huh. I turned on the TV and it was on a station that neither my husband or I would have ever watched. Oh, I don't even remember the station, but, but it was some Christian TV station. I'm like, where did this come from? And normally I'd have been shut this stuff off. Let's oh, change the channel. So yeah. But I sat there. I felt like I was frozen on the floor. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't move.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm watching, I'm getting goosebumps when I'm talking about I know, same. <laughs> I'm watching this woman talk about faith. Uh, and at that point in my life, I had zero. I didn't even know really what faith, I'm like, faith, what, like, I, I've got faith in, like, my life is, is in the tank, and it's about the, faith. Yeah. And the only faith that I've got right now, and so, I mean, I just stood there with, like, tears streaming down my face, and I couldn't move. I was, like, my feet were, were just stuck on the floor, and I couldn't go anywhere, and so I'm like, oh, okay, this is interesting, so. um,
0: And had you been able to cry before?
1: Oh, I cry a lot. It's laughing that I had a hard time with. I I I could never laughter was was hard. Joy was hard for me. But the crying, I'm really good. I was really good at crying. But okay. this this was like this was tears like 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 tears that I had never experienced before, like tears of joy, tears of peace, tears of I don't didn't didn't even know what. But all I knew was after that 30 minutes, I wanted more of it. So the next day and the next day and the next day and the next day, I was back in there, stuck on the floor watching this woman, tears streaming down my face, talking about it. And then, um, one of the days she said, um, she talked about having a relationship with the Lord. And like I had said before, I didn't even know that you could do that. You know, I just thought, you know, God was there, you pray and you know, maybe he'll answer your prayers and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and I was like, I can have a relationship with, what do you mean? What do you mean? And, <laughs> and so, you know, I just, I asked him to be my Lord, you know, it's like, a, it was a, it was a, pretty lame thing that I said, I'm like, God, you know, like I need you. I have obviously screwed up my entire life. And could you come fix it? <laughs> it was like, could you, could you please come help me? Because I'm, I'm at a point of no return. And if you don't help me, there's no help for me. So basically mm-hmm. that was better than any lottery that I could have ever, Let's go. Ever yes. won. I got the Mac daddy of, of any, any lottery that day. And my, and the cool thing was like, okay, here we go. Everything's going to be great. And I was like, Oh no. <laughs> <What?"> <laughs> oh no, Like by tomorrow, everything was going to be fixed. You know, I didn't understand sanctification. I didn't understand, no. <laughs> you know, I'd never read the Bible. I didn't understand, you know, I, I'd heard, you know, like, the service where they read the gospel and, you know, all that kind of stuff and kind of goes in one ear and out the other. I never, it was because to me, it was always that, that God's going to get me, you know, there was, there was always, I always had that negative connotation to it because I had that belief, you know, that, that God was going to get me. And so (laughs) I just, I had all these stories, you know, that, that I had told myself that, you know, I was this horrible person and all this stuff. And so when I first came to the Lord, I had I had walls. Mm-hmm. I had a hard, 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 hard heart from lack of trust and all the people that had hurt me and people that had, you know, used me for money and you know, stuff like that in my life. And so I was so the um, advantage
0: of your generosity, right? Because you were yeah. a giver. So
1: yeah. 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 So I was like, you know, even with God. I'm like, okay, you're, you're there, but you're going to stay here because I don't know that I really trust you. You're like, let's
0: do this, but sort of.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that I really trust you yet, Uh you know, and, but I, I was gung ho in the Bible. I didn't understand a word that I was saying. I was listening to, to sermons. You know, I, I started going to church. Um, I was just like, like all in, but so so many things like nothing was really penetrating. You know, I just felt like everything was so surfaced, like, like nothing was really penetrating my heart. And I would, you know, hear messages about how, um, you know, God loved me and his grace and his mercy and all these things. And, you know, um, the thief comes to steal and Jesus came to give us an abundant life and all these things. And I'm looking at my life and I'm going, my life is nowhere like any of this stuff that I'm listening. And, you know, 10 years later, after listening to this and reading the word and, you know, speaking life over my life and all this stuff and still being living in fear. And, um, um, like I, like I never felt safe, you know, I still, even with the Lord, I didn't feel safe. I had that that program, you know, I was running that program that I wasn't safe because we have three needs to be, to be safe, to be loved and to be, to be valued, to feel like we're worth something. And I had neither; All three of those were, were off for me. I never felt safe. I never felt loved. And I felt like I was worthless. Like, like I was thrown aside, abandoned, nobody wanted me, you know, all this stuff, people bullied me, people rejected me. That's the program that I was running. And so when I would read the word, it was just like, I wanted it so bad. Yeah, I wanted it. But it, it just wasn't like it wasn't getting in. And I'm like, okay, something just, just isn't something's not right. You know, and and I'd be praying, you know, but I didn't, again, I didn't understand, you know, how to give my heart to the Lord. I didn't understand, you know, so many things. And I, and I didn't understand that I was the one that was blocking yeah. his, his yeah. blessing, his, his coming into my life because yeah. I still had all my issues. I had a, I had an identity of struggle and striving because I disconnected at an early age and I, I'll do that. I'll take care of that. You know, I got this. Don't worry. That's me. I'll take care of it. Yeah. And, you know, control, Oh, control freak to the max, <laughs> you know, I'll take care of that. And, you know, God's a gentleman and yeah. he's not, not going to come bust his way in and, <laughs> and just blow up everything until you surrender and say, okay, this is what I need. So, you know, I'm doing my, my religious ritual of reading the Bible and trying to learn all these things. But again, you know, nothing, nothing was working. And so finally I said, okay, something is not going on because the thing is, the distance between our head and to our heart is like about a foot, right? It's not, it's not far, but in order to get things like from your head to your heart, if you've got walls up around your heart, it's like a million miles. And the walls that I had up around my heart were so thick, so high. So like nothing, nothing was getting in. And and I, and I was so frustrated that I was like seeing other Christians that were happy. They had joy, they had peace. They, you know, were living. I'm like, okay, if this is what it's like to be a Christian, or, you know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm doing something wrong or I'm like in the wrong place. Or, you know, am I the only one that's like defeated like this? You know, what's going yeah. on? And so I really started studying the mind because I knew that I had all kinds of issues going on. And it was almost like,
0: mind. how do I start taking the wall down to get to my heart? You knew it was your head. So yeah. good.
1: I knew it was my head. I knew it was my head because I had, I had so much junk that was going on. And so, you know, I started learning about mindset and I I did it probably like all the wrong, the wrong way. I started, you know, with the secret and I started with a lot of the metaphysical stuff because I, I didn't know, you know, who I should learn for, you know, I wasn't into like, you know, sage and chakras and, you know, all the kind of witchcraft stuff. But, but I didn't, I didn't really know of a Christian person that could really teach me about mindset. So I started learning
0: from- well, and say that though, right? Because that is so, so powerful to say, it's like, there's so many things that we don't know. So we almost have to go out and get that information and then put it through God's filter of like, what is real? What is not? Cause there's not people out there training you up in the way you should go. Right. Exactly. And these like weak messages, sometimes that we even get from a church do not strengthen us or actually equip and empower us. So that's oh, so, no,
1: not so at all. Good.
0: Because it's and, also if we don't see it there, we're going to go looking. So I love that you highlighted
1: this point. Yeah. And I did And, and, and because I was hearing messages, you know, and I was like, like, why, why is nothing sinking in? So that's like, why I no went.
0: Example, like live by grace. Cool. Hear you. But what the heck does that mean? Yeah. Like I've lived my whole life outside of that. I have no clue. And I don't even know how to trust like, how am I supposed to start living? <laughs> like, help me figure out how to practically walk that out. Cause I've got no clue, but you'll just hear a message. And it's so surfaced that of course it can't get in. So sometimes That's- it's not just you and your wall. Sometimes it's like, it's not being actually broken down so we can actually receive and digest it.
1: Well, and they don't. And most, and, and unfortunately m- most preachers don't, they, they, they give you a sermon and then they leave you hanging. Because I had so many people talk about taking your thoughts captive, taking your thoughts captive, taking them. I'm like, that sounds great, but how do I do it? What what does that even mean? What does taking your thoughts captive mean? And so I I thought, well, obviously thoughts, you know, something's going on in my head. I got to figure this out. And so when I started learning, I didn't know we had a conscious and a subconscious mind. I didn't know, you know, anything about all that stuff. And when I, when I started learning about like, how I had all of these stories that were, you know, playing on repeat on automation in my subconscious mind. And that I was living, you know, 90% of my life was because of the stories and the automations and everything that I had going on in my subconscious mind. I'm like, Oh goodness gracious. You know, how do I fix this? And so good. that was the hardest part for me was the, was the fixing part because, um, you know, I did pray a lot. I was still in the word. I was still you know, trying to figure out how to, you know, bring it together. I didn't want to do anything that was gonna, you know, be not pleasing for the Lord. You know, I, I didn't want to upset him in any way or do something wrong again because he was out to get me and you know, all that stuff. And I didn't I didn't need any more of that. Yeah. But um, you yeah, know, so I started I started learning and um I learned a ton about about the mind and it was the same as I was learning about scripture and learning about stuff and I I kind of started meshing the things together and I and I started teaching people about it um doing a little this minute of wisdom thing that I was doing on on Facebook uh-huh. um just teaching people the things that that I had learned this was like back in, I don't know 2014 uh-huh. you know way way long time ago yeah but people were like really digging it they were like wow this is this is really cool and I just kept doing it and doing it and doing it. And I, you know, I had this this big dream to to um build a network marketing business and right. um just really impact lives in my team and then also drill wells and do things in Africa. And I just I I I wasn't allowing myself to succeed. I still had all these things that were going wrong and I was sabotaging myself and doing all these things and it was really frustrating for me. And when I would create success, I would push it away. I would create success and I'd push it away and I would create success. And I'm like, okay, what, what, like what in the world? So then I was, I was getting even more and more frustrated. And so in um, 2019, the Lord was like, okay, we're done with network marketing. And I want you to coach. And I'm like, okay, I was doing it anyway. <laughs> I was like, I could do it and like a it, That'd be pretty cool. But I still was not at a point where I felt like, you know, I, I knew that I needed, I, I needed to get certified. I I, I needed to learn more about the, the mind. I had learned a ton. I started to see some changes in myself and I was starting to take my thoughts captive and, and, but I still had a lot of hurts, a lot of wounds, a lot of things that, you know, that I needed to work through. And, and so I got my first certification and I was like, eh. Yep. Flat, something's just not right.
0: That's true something's, of a lot of those, too. Actually,
1: something's missing. Yes, you, know, you can't just put a thought over another thought. That's like putting a band aid on a broken arm and hoping that it's going to change because it doesn't. You, you, you okay. can do it temporarily if you need to motivate yourself to go do something, you can right. change your date, right? Um, but you can't just change your thought today and everything's gonna be great tomorrow. Or even it.
0: affirmation in a way. Right? Yeah. Ex-
1: oh, affirmations almost killed me. <laughs> affirmations cause so much cognitive dissonance inside me. That's right? where you're I'm like, I'll you're... just say
0: this nine more times.
1: Hopefully. Yeah. But but I it, I had so much stress that I, I ended up in stage three adrenal fatigue because I was in so much cognitive dissonance when I was saying affirmations and doing all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's will kill you if you're if you don't know what's going on. So I was like, okay. Lord, what is this missing piece? And so he led me to um, neuroscience. Mm. and I got a certification in neuroscience and it literally rocked my world. Yeah. I mean, I saw my life just unfold before my eyes and and I understood I had all these neural pathways that I didn't even know was a thing that existed I had all of these these ruts inside of my brain that I had just and reinforced yeah yeah over the years yeah. with all these stories and I had all these lies that that I had listened to and all these things that were on repeat in my mind and I was like okay um this was like the coolest thing ever and but there was still something missing and I'm like, okay.
0: Like, so I've been playing detective and I'm learning some cool stuff, but how <gasps> does this work?
1: <laughs> I've got the mindset thing down. You're right. But, you know, God says, as she thinks in her heart, so is she i some changing that a little bit for women, um, as she thinks in her heart. So is she guard your heart. Yes. For out of it are all of the issues. Not one, not two, not everything.
0: All of them are up in there.
1: Everything is in your heart. Everything that you have ever been through in your life is stored in your heart. And from the time of zero to seven, we're like walking little subconscious minds and everything is dropped in boom. And we just believe it. And most of the time we don't ever question why we believe the things that we do. But we'll question, why am I doing this when I don't want to do it? And why am I not doing the things that yeah. I don't want? And, but yet we're not questioning, like we're not getting to the root yeah. of what's And going that's why on. it's
0: almost like you could have asked in your situation, why am I not worthy when that's the wrong question? Like you
1: always have been. Exactly. Right? Exactly. But see, I didn't, I didn't understand sonship because yes. I, I had an orphan spirit Yeah. because <laughs> I saw God
0: The same way that I
1: saw my dad who wasn't present Mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. He was present for my brother, but he wasn't present for me. He never came to my games. He loved me. I knew he loved me, but he never was there for me. So I was, God was just this, 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 um, sugar daddy that I could get money from when I needed it, but he didn't want to go to my games and he didn't want to be interested in my stuff. And that's how, how I perceived God when yeah. I came to him and it took me a long time that orphan spirit was a rough 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 deal for me to work through sure. and um for sure but God is such a <laughs> he's such a good God you oh, know God. and so I finally just I I finally just surrendered I said Lord I I I I need you to help me to 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 heal the things yeah. I had unhealed uh, uh, traumas, um, from PTSD, from womb rejection. I had, um, soul wounds because, you know, when we go through the things that we, we go through, it causes wounds in our soul and sin causes wounds in our soul. Yeah. And so we've got all this guilt and shame and, oh my gosh, shame was my go-to for like forever we've got all this guilt and all this shame and all this condemnation. And even though, you know, Romans says there's no condemnation, I could add, there's no condemnation, guilt, or shame. I would add that into the, to the scripture for those who are in, but I, you know, it took me a long time to get that. Yeah. So it was like, okay, now we got to put this all together somehow some way. And we got to, we got to work on the heart set and the mindset and the soul wounds and the traumas and, and all that kind of stuff. And when it was finally when all of the pieces came together mm-hmm. and I surrendered my heart mm-hmm. and I said, Lord, I give you my heart, every nook, cranny, crack, crevice, wall, yes. everything that I've ever had. Yes. I'm giving it all to you. Yes. And I don't care what you got to do. I want you to fix it. Yep. And if I try to take it back, take it back. And if I tried it, cause I will, I know that in me, And if I try to control it, don't let me, you know, I knew all these things about myself, but he was like, cool, we're going to, we're going to do this. Let's get to work. (laughs) Yeah. And we did. And we put it all together and he, and he healed all the, all these things. And, and it, it was just like, but it's the, it's the whole package. We can work on our minds until we're blue in the face. But when we have soul wounds, when we have heart issues, when we have all of the things that the Lord needs to heal. Yep. So, God will heal your heart, yep. but you got to let Him. You got to ask Him in. You got to invite Him in. He's a gentleman. He's not going to blow his way into your heart. You got to ask Him in. But then we need to take care of the stuff yep. that's happened, the programming that's happened because of all the lies, the wounds, the heart issues that we've had. And that's when I had to learn how to rewire my brain for the things of the Lord with scripture, with truth. Um, Yes, 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 absolutely, absolutely. It's it's
0: almost like he really can't do the work. Like that that surrender that was truly authentic, right? It's like, okay, now I can put this new heart in view, which is like, I can view this new operating system that when you start actually responding to that, It'll start helping you renew your minds, help start stabilizing your emotions, help you heal from these unresolved issues. But we're gonna be doing this together a day at a time, step at a time, a moment at a time. Like this is not like a it's you are a new creation, but you've got to learn the new creation lifestyle. (laughs) And you gotta practice that every day, right? Like that's not gonna be just something that's it's in there, but you gotta activate it every single day.
1: Absolutely. And awareness is key. Awareness, if if I could say anything. <laughs> it's it's awareness. And that's that's one thing that I have become really good at. I know yeah. when something's going on. I mean, I know what it yeah. is immediately, but I know when something is going on. And the and the fastest way to figure that out is by your feelings. Yeah. If you're feeling a funky negative emotion, yep. if you're sitting there in doubt or fear or stress or struggle or whatever it is, yep. immediately ask yourself, what am I thinking? Yep. Because The thought always comes first has been proven in neuroscience. Even if it's a nanosecond, the thought always comes first. We can't have any kind of feeling without our thoughts. And that's why the Lord is so like, that's why you hear all these sermons. Take your thoughts captive. Take your thoughts captive. Take. And that's what it is. It's okay. What am I thinking? What am I thinking right now? And then why, why am I thinking this? Do I want to keep thinking this? and you know most of the time we don't but most of the time we don't even know what we've got going on until we actually sit down and figure out why we're doing the things that we're doing and that just takes for me the easiest way to figure that out is to have a goal <laughs> because as soon as, a goal, yeah, as soon as you have a goal you're yeah as soon as you yeah as soon as you have your vision your brain is going to tell you all 500 reasons why you can't do it and those are all your limiting beliefs right there yeah. And those are the things that you need to work on with the Lord and, you know, mindset, heart, soul, like all of it's got to be taken care of because you can't just do one piece of it or it doesn't work. It yeah. doesn't work. And that's why I, I feel for so many people that are, that are struggling because they're, they're getting bad information. You know, they're, they're getting either from a, a, a pastor that's giving them a partial sermon that they, they can't take what they need to do or they're or they're getting somebody that's telling them they can just band-aid a thought on top of another thought and everything will be fine you know
0: yeah or even bypass their emotion like you don't even need to feel that
1: yeah oh yeah just you know yeah Yeah. and you and you can like i said you can you can change your state immediately if you need like like if you know that you gotta like like if, if i didn't feel like coming on this podcast today like something had happened immediately right before it and it didn't but if if that had happened yeah. And I was feeling a certain way. I could change my state by thinking a different thought for yeah. the, for the moment, Yeah. but it would wear me out. And by the end of the podcast, I would go sit in my chair and then I would want to, you know, ruminate over what had happened before, but I can do that temporarily, but you can't do that
0: long term Yeah.
1: because you're, you're never going to, you're never going to be free and God wants us free. He doesn't want us to just, fix and bandage and, and, you know, hope that we can make it till the next day. He wants
0: Like he doesn't want you hiding in any sort of way. And when you're hiding in your soul, you're definitely hiding everywhere.
1: Oh yeah. And when you got guilt and shame going on, you are hiding because shame causes isolation bad. It, it, because you're like, I don't want anybody to know who I really am and all that kind of stuff. And it, and you're, you're hiding. And that's, and that's where the I monster
0: did. syndrome came from, right? It's like, I know who yeah. I actually am, which is unworthy and not valuable and whatever the lies are, right? And I can't afford to have people see that in me. So I'm going to be super useful. I'm going to please them. I'm going to be a perfectionist and like control all of my life to make sure they never find me out.
1: Oh, I was I was codependent on steroids. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, seriously. Uh, like, what can I do for you Yes. at my expense. Yeah. Everything was at my expense. And so then that that's another hit on your worth and your value because everybody else's life is important but yours isn't and and then you get to the point where you're like, well, I have dreams too. You know, I I want to fulfill my dreams. And but that's what happens. And and I think scarcity mindset is like that's the enemy's like number 1 thing that I see right now. I see discouragement and I see scarcity mindset. Those are the two things that I see everywhere that I'm talking to people because scarcity mindset is rooted in your worth and your value. It's not enough. So if I'm not enough, then nothing is enough. Like, like I, I'm, I'm not enough. So I can never, you know, do what God wants me to do. I can never, I'm not worth having money. I'm not worth having friendships. I'm not worth having great relationships. I'm not worth having a successful business. I'm not worth having a good life. I'm not worth having joy and peace and love and all those things because I'm not worth it. So we see scarcity all around us. We see that glass half empty all the time because we're looking for it because it's programmed in us. So we're always seeing the negative because our brains are wired to see nine times negativity anyway. So that's bad enough. But then when you got the whole scarcity thing going on, it's like, forget it. So you're missing the the good stuff that's really happening in your life because all you can see is the negative stuff. And I lived that life for decades. We just did
0: a training too in the mastermind today and God just dropped this, but every issue that we face is a lack of receiving his love.
1: Yep, exactly. And that's an orphan spirit because if we can't receive his love, there's something inside of us. That's telling us that we are not lovable or worthy of his love. And that's typically an orphan spirit
0: and everything will be driven by fear. Yep. Not faith. Oh,
1: absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Because, because like that was the thing that radically changed my life mm-hmm. was finally being able to realize that God loves me. And it took me a long time. It was, that that was the hardest thing for me to get through into my heart was that God really loved me, that I had messed up bad enough that there wasn't, you know, there was nothing that I had done that could ever separate me from his love or nothing I ever did do could ever separate me. But that was, that was a hard sell for me, a real hard sell.
0: Yeah. So how did he bring you into the work you're doing today? He told you you're going to start coaching and then you actually went and got more information. (laughs) Yeah. Help you start bringing it all together in a way that was congruent and in alignment with him.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, we had to work it out first. I had to work it out with him, all the, all the things. Um, and then it was just, it was, it, it, it was my, my walk and, and realizing this doesn't work and this doesn't work and this doesn't work until you put all of the pieces together and that's when people start to see fast and you know nothing happens overnight but they start seeing like breakthrough fast like they'll get a a, a quick win you know yeah. quickly yeah. now yeah there's still a lot of stuff that's got to be worked through but they'll get a quick win because they understand now what's going on so they're looking they're looking for this stuff instead of always looking for the negative they're looking for that positive so it's 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 when i took the mindset and the heart set and 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 god you know being in the middle of it because nothing happens without him you know and all of the work that i do it's like i'm a microphone yeah you know but you gotta sit with the lord i can give you the the strategy part But until you sit with the Lord to understand what you've got going on, you know, I can't tell you what you're wanting. Now I can, I I can assess a lot of things that you have going on just because of, you know, I understand your story by what you're saying. You know, I can, you can talk to me in two seconds and I can, I can tell you what you've been doing for the last five years, because that's just a gift that I have, But, but that's discernment. That's Holy spirit. Um, but if we don't do it with him. It doesn't work. You know, we have a, we, everything that we do is a co creation, whether it's business or, you know, relationships, Uh, life, everything, everything is a co creation. And healing is a co creation. God will heal your heart, but you got to give it to him. God will restore your soul, but you have a part to play. You got to get the junk out of your trunk once he heals your heart. We have to get in there and rewire new neural networks in our brain and the only way that we can do that is by repetition of the truth now instead of repetition of all the lies that we've been believing
0: yeah Yeah. i like to think about it too it's almost like he takes you back to the place where you started walking without him and he walks you through your story
1: yeah oh yeah
0: his perspective on it or he heals those wounds or he shows you where he was in that moment it's just so so powerful when you're having these encounters with him, right? Encounters trump anything that you could get, oh, yeah. right? God oh, can absolutely. heal in an encounter or just getting into his presence. He can heal years of trauma in an instant, right? But a lot of times the work is what you're saying. It's like, okay, I've got to train myself in the way to go, right? Like, so I wasn't trained before. So even though I had this new, freedom, right? I'm not maybe plagued by the same thoughts that were there before. I have deliverance from an addiction. Let's say I still have to walk out what you do when you don't have that in your life anymore. Right? Like when I don't have this crutch, like what do I do? Like now I've got like more time to think and that could be bad if I'm not renewing my mind. Right? Like now I've got a lot of freed up energy and that could be bad if I don't focus where that energy is going to go. Mm -hmm. Right. Or I could have connections that were never meant to be in my life. And I got to learn how to be healthy in the context of relationship, but I never knew how to do that. So it's like, God is going to work with you through all of this stuff to really make you a powerful person, but that doesn't happen by default.
1: No. And if we've got an orphan spirit, you know, we have to know that we're loved. So we have to tell ourselves, that we're loved. We have to tell our stuff that we're loved and that we're accepted and that we're a child of God and that, you know, yes. we're adopted and, and that he loves us. And we're, you know, joint heirs with Jesus and, and all of the things that we really need to know, but we need to understand what they really mean. You know, yes. okay, well, I'm loved. Well, okay, cool. You yes. know, I think that, that we see that a lot. You know, we, we see a lot of the, cause I have a PDF that I give people, but I, I have people sit with them. What does it mean to be loved? What does it mean to be accepted? What is that, you know, have Holy Spirit, like show you yeah. what that really, what the context of that is in your life. Yeah. And then I have them just, you know, w- listen to those scriptures over and over again yeah. at night, right before they go to bed. And first thing in the morning, because that's when your, your brain is the most, your subconscious is the most easiest time for it to reprogram is yeah. right. But as you're getting up and as you're dropping off to sleep listen to that. I'm loved. I'm accepted. I'm this, I'm that. What do you need to know? What do you need to understand? You got to change that programming. You got to rewire your brain. You got to make a new neural network in your brain because if you don't, you're going to keep running on that story that's fighting your healing, you know, because we, we got, you know, the healing, but we still got the story that yeah. we're telling ourselves as to why all that stuff. Yeah. And if we don't, If we don't fix that stuff, we're going to be right back where we were to begin with. That's why we have to be aware, take our thoughts captive, figure out what's in there, and then rewire it. 100%. For success.
0: Amazing. So tell me about what you're doing now and what you're really excited that God's bringing you into.
1: Well, I am... (laughs) I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a coach. I love coaching. That's one-on-one is, is really my jam, um, because this work is deep. Um, and I, I feel like, you know, I just, I love to be sitting across from somebody, you know, face to face, as the Lord is using my mouth to speak whatever it is into them. And then, you know, we voucher in between the calls and, and it's just such an amazing part to be a part of somebody's journey to, to watch the transformation that the Lord does in their life. And just to be a, a part of it, it's just like, Oh my gosh, it's really cool. So one-on-one is really nice my
0: jam that you never had.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm great at motivating because I had to motivate myself every day. I'm I'm probably the one, the one, the best motivators or encouragers you'll ever come up against because I had to do it for, I'm 60 now. So I had to do it for, you know, like all my life to yeah. get myself to, to keep moving forward because there were so many times that I wanted to quit so many, but I wasn't, there was, there was no way it wasn't going to happen. I knew, I knew that eventually I would get to the point that everything was going to be all right. Now, do I still have days where, you know, my brain goes, yeah, but I have, I'm hyper aware when I, and I know what's going on but um we're working i'm working with the lord on a new um on a new one-on-one program that's going to be a 12-week program um that is something that i don't really see a lot of out there it's going to be the rewire the rewire process the healing you know the heart set the mindset all that kind of stuff um and then it's going to be um tactical strategies um i have a part of it for network marketing is a part of our for part for network marketers a part for coaches because that's typically the people that come to me for for work um and then um accountability wow so then I, I send them out into the world to do their thing because that's where we get hung up right when we go to, to do the thing we get afraid and we don't do it sure so there's accountability that they come back the next week and we do coaching. And so I think it's going to be really cool. I'm I'm really excited about it. I'm still in the, in the works of putting it together, but I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about it. I'm hoping from the next, you know, three or four weeks that it's going to be totally honed in and dialed in and ready to go. So, yeah. Oh
0: my gosh. I'm sure we could like continue to talk for hours too. And I just am so inspired by your courageous walk and how you show up. And you're literally just this conduit for God to get to people's hearts and to help them really live in such freedom and wholeness and peace and purpose. And it's just phenomenal to see just given, I'm sure you even did just only a sprinkle of all these (laughs) challenges that have been on your journey that you've had to come. Oh yeah.
1: I I could have talked for like five five hours hours and yeah.
0: Truly amazing. So I want to hear from you. I asked this fun question. You didn't know this was coming. So (laughs) <laughs> but you'll hit it out of the park right you'll you'll. Hey, am it.
1: I gonna am I gonna fight or flight and run no kidding
0: I know it's like I have a captive audience no no <laughs> so, many many years from now right when you're meeting Jesus in heaven right you can't take all of this beautiful stuff that you've created on earth with you you can't take anything that you've created anything that you built here you can only give a piece of advice that would change someone's life what would you say
1: so I'm giving somebody a piece of advice
0: that would change their life that's the only thing that you can leave in terms of a legacy
1: oh you you have to have a relationship with jesus that's the only way to live amen he that it's the only it's the only way to live i I wish i had known that i wish somebody had told me that when i was you know 10 12 13 years old i think about how how my life would be different but then i think well if i hadn't had the experiences i've had then i couldn't do what i'm doing so you know it's a it's a kind of you know catch 22 thing you know i i I love the ability to do what i'm doing but i think of how different things would have been um if i wasn't so codependent and i didn't you know i was able to make choices and decisions based on my relationship with him instead of fear and all that kind of stuff so it's uh, he's he's it that there's no there's no other without a relationship with jesus i don't see how people do it in the world today i honestly it makes me so sad yeah because there's no way yeah so it's hard enough with him when you look at the stuff that's going on it's like lord i mean come on i'm like i want
0: some favor on this challenge like help me i'm
1: telling you
0: give me some mercy like help me out here absolutely I love it. Thank you so, so much for coming on and sharing your journey with us and being so generous with your story. It's been such an honor to have you here.
1: I have had a blast. I love talking to you. Um, it's just been so much fun and I'm so grateful that I had the chance to be here.
0: Yes, Thank yes. you. How can people connect with you?
1: Um, I am, um, uh, probably the, the fastest, easiest way is Instagram. Okay. Um, I'm at, at Betsy Crony on Instagram, just catch me in the DMS or whatever. Okay. I also have a podcast. It's called ignite her soul Okay, podcast, ignite her soul podcast. Okay. Um, and those are really the, the two places to find me.
0: Perfect. We'll make sure that people can connect to you. Thank you again.
1: Well, thank you for having me. It's been fun.
0: listen if you are not plugged into courage co yet what are you doing courage co is a faith-based community off social media that you can access from your phone or your desktop literally from anywhere it is a safe place and a sacred space for you to invest in and live your most courageous and impactful story you can join us for free for prayer calls and challenges for a monthly subscription where we have monthly masterclasses, or the god's vibes mastermind where you will get live master life coaching at a price that you won't get anywhere else 12 weeks of content that we will go through together or you can navigate at your own pace you'll have lifetime access to that a community of women doing this alongside of you a workbook and so many other materials to help you on your journey and i just want you to imagine for a second Having the courage, clarity, and focus to achieve anything you desire. Walking into any situation fully confident, knowing you have everything you need to succeed. Embracing challenges and overcoming obstacles with grace and ease. Feeling only love and compassion for others, no matter how they may have hurt you in the past. Standing up for what you believe in and taking unstoppable action to create the kind of world you want to live in, you're in the right place to take your next step on your journey. When you plug into the God's Vibes Mastermind, I'll teach you how to identify and eliminate the self-limiting beliefs and habits that are stopping you from getting the results you want. I'll teach you how to heal old wounds that have negatively impacted your self-image and self-esteem for far too long. I'll show you how to dismantle the story of who you are and what you can or cannot do in the world. I'll help you expand your consciousness from fear-based limitation to love and compassion and service to the world. I'll help you vanquish the inner enemies that are stopping you from being all that you can be. Release your victimhood and reclaim your power, develop a aligned, mindset, and habits to boost your productivity and results, gain deeper awareness of your own inner light and divinity, and achieve the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self-mastery needed to achieve any goal. You will learn how to think the way God formed, shaped, and anointed you to think, and succeed the way he always intended, and show up in any situation as the most powerful person in the room, no matter what challenges might appear on your path if this sounds like something that you want to be a part of i want to invite you to join the god's vibes mastermind you can get plugged into it over at courage co you can access courage co at any level at www.courageco.org together we will awaken your inner warrior spirit and unleash your capacity to achieve any goal you can imagine you will become an example of what's possible with God.